0: Hi, and welcome to the highly anticipated inaugural episode of Living Dandy with Uncle Andy. My mission came to me the first week of this year, to awaken and help others to awaken. And this podcast is an extension of that. If nothing else, I'm going to be real with you. I really don't know how not to be. Now the production quality will get better as I do, and as I get better equipment. And there really are a number of people looking forward to this podcast. I'm not yanking your chain. So I won't wait until everything is perfect to put it out. Now, I suffered so much internally throughout my life that I was going to find a way out or die trying. I clearly remember waking up on my 28th birthday with the emotion of surprise and thinking, holy expletive deleted. I outlived my hero, Jim Morrison. I mean I truly didn't expect to see 30 and I really didn't much care. Wow, that was like 20, almost 20 years ago. I mean, I've been a spiritual seeker since I was a kid. I mean I was raised in the church and I tried as hard as a little boy could I bought in fully. I mean, a hook, line, and sinker, eagerly. I was as good as I could be just to be pleasing to God. Focusing on this life only as it applied to the next one. So I, f- I figured if that had worked for me, it would have worked then. I remember around my 16th birthday, saying to myself, you know, I've been good all my life. Let's see what it's like to be bad. I had started questioning everything. Love, marriage, religion, God. Shortly after finding out that my mom and stepdad were separating. Now, I don't even remember my mom and my dad being married because I was only one when they split up. But finally, a behavior became so damaging that it couldn't be ignored. My therapist encouraged me to join a 12-step program, which I did. That behavior is no longer a problem because I maintain my spiritual condition daily, thereby eliminating the cause of the behavior, a perceived lack in my life. That was over a decade ago, and the behavior is no longer an issue for me, as long as I do a few simple things. We also lost my second wife and the mother of the two younger of my three natural children to suicide on January 6, 2010. Now, I've told you all that to tell you this. Um... I have just been through the most transformative period in my life over the last almost two years. And that's what I want to talk about in this podcast. Today, I generally live in peace and enjoy everything as it's happening, even those things I used to term bad. Pretty much, I. I no longer need anything to be any particular way in order for me to be okay. And I didn't even know this was a possibility before. I mean, like when things just don't go how I expect them to, the first thing that I do is not try to figure out how to make it the way that I thought it should be, but is, I ask myself, huh, I wonder how it's gonna go then. Anyway, um, if any of this is useful to you, then I'm glad. And if it's not, my feelings are not hurt in the slightest. We are all on our own path, and uh, so use what you can and leave the rest. I'll also be sharing some mental models that I come up with that have found help. I have found to be helpful. Now I'm going to try to stay chronologically correct, so. <clears throat> We're going to start in the fall of 2015. And I finally read the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Oh, I mean, I listened to it. I love audibles. Have kind of an audible junkie. Really, really an audio learner. Here are those seven habits one, be proactive. Two, begin with the end in mind. Three, put first things first. Four, Think win-win. Five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Six, synergize. Seven, sharpen the saw. So I decided to be proactive, begin with the end in mind, and put first things first. I was so tired of controlling my behavior so that other people would still want to hang out with me and I wouldn't be alone. It was like holding my thumb on my own neck so that I'd behave. Eventually the pressure would become too much and I'd do something uncalled for, only to regret it later when I realized I had been wrong. It was exhausting being me. I was too tired to go on like this for the rest of my life. I realized then that it would be easier to change my thinking in order to control my behavior. Once my thinking shifted, my behavior would naturally follow suit. My first real try at intentionally changing my thinking To change my behavior happened in December 2015. I had two pressing, overwhelming problems. One health, one financial, that I saw absolutely no way out of either one. Now it's Christmas time and we weren't even going to have enough money for rent in January. Now the health one takes a little longer to explain. Um, we're going to go back to April of 2015 um, and I was bleeding from where I should not have been and it wouldn't stop for hours so I went to the ER because even without insurance I will go to the ER if I think I might be dying now the bleeding was actually minor but they did find pancreatitis in one of the imagings and it literally hurt to eat Um, and it was so painful that it forced me to the ER later that month as well. Still nothing crazy showed up and the nurse knew I didn't have insurance so um, I wouldn't be following up with a specialist so she told me to avoid spicy and fatty foods. So I started thinking about what I could eat then. And the thought popped in my mind what do old women eat? I don't know why that popped in my mind, but it did. And uh, Greek yogurt was what popped out. And so I tried it, and I found out that I could eat that without any pain. Um, I was very excited to find something that I could actually eat, and it didn't hurt. Um, And since I didn't want to get dehydrated, and I barely can make myself drink water, um, I decided That I would drink two 32 ounce Powerade Zeros a day. Um, That's close enough to water in my book. And uh, so basically, I subsisted on uh, Greek yogurt and Powerade Zeros for about eight months at this point. Uh, Then in December, the Greek yogurt started to hurt too. Uh, That really worried me. Uh, I mean, crap, what was I going to eat now? Uh, I still had no insurance, I had been denied for Medicaid in 2015 and had made more money during 2015 than in the 2014 income that I had gotten denied with in the first place, so I figured there was no way I'm qualifying for it in 2016. Now also please understand that I am a warrior from a long line of warriors, I've been trained very well to worry. And I've got lots of personal experience. Um, Now an unusual thought came to my mind. If I truly believed deep down inside, deep down in my soul, that my higher power had me, then I wouldn't worry. And that worrying was actually showing my higher power that I didn't trust him. And I really wish there was a better non gender pronoun that wasn't as cold as it. But when I realized that worrying was actually showing that I didn't trust what I believed deeply that I did trust, I saw that I, well, I decided I would intentionally not worry. Um, as a practice. So when a worry thought came up, I would immediately change it and think of a completely different topic. Now, I felt silly at first, even insincere about it. However, I got used to it pretty quickly. And you know, a worry thought came up, I was like, no, I wasn't gonna think about this, and I think about something else, and you know, I was off to the races with something different. Now, about three weeks into doing this intentional not worrying practice, And both situations had resolved themselves better than I could have even hoped for. And I realized that uh, I had had an added bonus to not worrying about it for three weeks. I hadn't wasted all that time and energy. Well, we were notified that we now qualified for Medicaid and that my and my gallbladder got removed in January 2016. Uh, And then we also found out that we were getting a $6,000 tax return. Which showed up in our bank on February 3rd, the last day to pay the February rent without a late fee. I even kind of had a sense it was going to show up on time to take care of February's rent too, and I can't explain that very well. Well, this seems like an appropriate place to end this inaugural episode. In the next episode, I'll explain what I chose to do because of that experience that has changed everything for me. Until next time, Uncle Andy out.